When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Anything to shake this, but I'm in my football team's got me drinking. Back at it again with another episode of the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. My name is Cody Bradley, Thad Bell, and Robert Russert are here. David Greenwald may be joining us. I don't know. He's sick. It's gross. I don't want to talk about it, but he might join in here midstream. This episode is brought to you by Cauldron Manuscripts. Are you an exasperated fan looking to immediately change the fortunes of your team? One strongly worded letter could transform your squad overnight into an unbeatable juggernaut. Cauldron Manuscripts. True wizardry. Benefits only applicable to lead play and have no bearing on other competitions. Please go subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And also go do us a favor and subscribe on YouTube as well. We're working more in that realm. Uh, Hopefully it'll be more than just our podcasts. Maybe some other video content on the way. So give us some uh, some viewing hours, watching hours, and a, and a sub on YouTube, right, Thad? Absolutely correct. Cody, I must give you props, man. Yeah, for what? Even though you were not at the match Saturday night, and you were supposed to from what I hear, but anyway, your, your recap showed your exuberance, your enthusiasm, how pumped you were about the match. I was impressed. Well, thank you. No, I... <laughs> I uh, I don't think I told anyone I was going to be there. I said I would do the, I, I signed up for the recap, but I had a thing and it was going to overlap a little bit. 
Well, my favorite part was, you know, Melia throwing snot rockets. That was my favorite part. Man, he was snarling. So that that is where we're going to start, the win over Minnesota United. Yeah, he was snarling after that. It was a bad penalty. Like, it was was a deserved. Like, he didn't look good. He looked a little bit old, in my opinion, there. What didn't look good, but... (laughs) He was indignant about that call. Finally calmed down enough. And then the run-up of, uh, of that young guy, there was no, on the run-up, I was like, oh, there's no way he's scoring this. It was the most passive, just, yeah, it was never going in. Can't get it past Timmy with that straight down the middle. Once again, a lesson in the guy who gets fouled probably should not take the PK. Yeah, especially uh, when he's like 21 years old. <laughs> Tim, Tim was in his mind the entire way. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, he was the just doing all the taunting. He was blowing snot rockets and spitting at him. Man, it was, <laughs> it was, it was really something. I loved it. We asked him if he knew that he was going to go down the middle, and he said, I thought he would because he was a young guy in the league and going to try to make some impression, and he didn't. Right. <laughs> he made an impression all right. <laughs> No, there was. He said he was going to make a statement. That's what it was. There was there was passion all over the field. Remember that one play where Jake Davis took somebody out. I think Rosero took somebody out. There were just dudes laying on the sideline. It was there was just and Peter Vermees got to got to tackle him in there as well. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man, it was just and and there was another moment I saw uh, Eric Tommy go to block a cross and Jake Davis was there too and. You know, he was Jake was on the ground and just he's scratching and clawing to get up and Eric Tommy throws his body into the air like like Pete Rose diving into third. Like it, it was just they were just everywhere. I loved it. I was it was it was very good to see that. And it's I don't even mean that to say they've lacked passion up to this. I know like it's hard to be that passionate when you're when everything is going wrong. But but no, there was it, it was there. You could see it. There their mentality has changed and they're ready to start winning. Well, yeah, I think after that Seattle win, you know, they're like, you know, they're starting to believe again, get mm-hmm. some confidence back. And then they're just like, you know, we've got to get this whole monkey off our back. And there was nothing that was going to stop them that night winning in front of the home fans. Thad, what was it like from the, from the photographer pit? It was fun getting to shoot goals and celebrations, man. I haven't gotten <laughs> hardly any of those this year. Those pictures you sent me for the recap, it just felt good. Guys celebrating and smiling. It, was, it felt like it had been that's, too long. You know, that's always the thing, man. You can get a shot of somebody kicking a ball, and it looks like you're kicking a ball whether they went into a goal or not, right? right. But the celebration, you know something actually happened. That's the that's one of the things I learned a long time ago from a really good photographer. Is like, you shoot the jube, is what he said. The jubilations. <laughs> So what's this new celebration where they all get in a circle and shake their hips? It happened to all three goals. What's that about? I don't know, and I don't care. It was so goofy and funny. <laughs> and it would just look, I just took it as one of those, like, you know, just guys goofing around. They, they had an inside joke in the locker room, like said, you won't do it. And then they all, you know, yeah. I just, it's just fun. They were, they were having a lot of fun. David, thank you for joining us. Are you, should I not throw it to you? Oh, okay. Yes, he's. No, I'm fine. I, you know, we're good. Okay. We're good. Okay, We're good. Great. Welcome. If, welcome. If, you're, if you're not feeling good, maybe you should not advertise what you ate behind you. <laughs> uh, I've eaten Town Topic hey. many times in my life and never gotten sick. Hey, we don't want to say anything bad about potential sponsors here, Thad. Don't don't ever do anything like that. I was just making sure that it, he, could, he had a chance to explain it wasn't them. It's not Town Topic. There you go. Good job. Man, I haven't had Town Topic in a long time. So, guys, the way where I wanted to start on this one, 
was Nemanja Radoya got a start finally since his first start where he lasted like 20 minutes and got hurt and then we never saw him again. Uh, he came back and it just seemed to open up a lot. It kind of had a, a snowball effect or a chain reaction and the midfield looked a lot better, Robert. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's he's clean on the ball. He's got what I would call functional positioning. Uh, he can see where he needs to be to receive the ball to help relieve pressure or whatever it might be. Um, and, you know, he's directing Rosero also on a couple of times. Um, and you notice also that uh, Nemanja dropped back into that center back spot and sent Rosero wide, sent Fontes wide, and you know, kind of was a fulcrum in there too. So, yeah, it definitely made a difference. Now, we can debate whether Minnesota offered much resistance through the middle of the field or not. But, uh, yeah, I think he did make an improvement for I'm sure. Not, I'm not ready for your Debbie Downerness yet. No, the, <laughs> the chain reaction I'm talking about is, is that it opened up Remy to not play the six and to maybe find right. find his his position that we've that we've been waiting for. Uh, yeah, he looked very good, and then also that meant Eric Tommy was in a little bit of a different role. He was on the other side of the field from Daniel Shallowy, and then all of a sudden, look what Daniel Shallowy did—a goal and an assist—and he's on the and he's on the team of the week. So the yeah the I know the yes, R- Robert Minnesota is not in a great spot right now. Yes, thank you for all of that. But no, the midfield was the midfield was dominant, and and it looked it's just a complete three sixty in just a matter of two games, three games, from where it looked like the midfield could do could do absolutely nothing. Well, you do know that Tommy's been playing that position last couple of games, right? Yes, but he was on he was on the yeah. other side of the field in this in this game, at least for the majority of it. I know they they switch a lot, but uh, Thad. What'd you think yes. of the midfield and Remy in the eight? I liked him there. That was a, a really nice uh, assist on Daniel's goal. I Just really to, appreciated him being there. And uh, I thought Nemanja did a really good job, man. To hammer home a point we've made the last few weeks, where did uh, the goal that Daniel scored, the, the past before it got to Remy, where did it come from? Where did the attack come from? The pass to Remy was from yeah. Polito. Right, but where did it come from? Like, what part of the pitch did it come from? Can the teacher just give us the answer on this one? Yeah, they attacked through the middle, right? Right. And then on Gotti's goal, they, again, attacked through the middle. And one of the things we've been talking about earlier in the season was that we weren't attacking through the middle of the pitch. And when everything comes from the wings, nothing's effective. But when you can effectively attack through the middle of the pitch, it also opens up the wings it makes Johnny and, and Daniel way more effective. They were indeed. Uh, Robert, did you want to did you want to touch on Minnesota not being very good anymore? Should we not give <laughs> Should we not give the team credit for this two to nothing shutout? Well, okay, I, I'm giving the team credit. Sorry. Sure, they, they've got to execute. But it's, Minnesota, first of all, they tried a new formation. Which you know, if you listen to all the pundits and the play by play announcers, are like, why are they doing this? And obviously didn't work, didn't provide much resistance to the midfield, and we took advantage of that. But no, I'm not taking anything away from how sporting played. It's just pick a team that's going to be a little more difficult to play through the middle, and, and then we'll see what happens. Did Cody say it was a 2 to nothing win? I corrected it. What was the score, Cody? Was it not 3 to nothing? It was. <laughs> I corrected that's it. That's a fine. It's a fine. It's, a, it's fine. 
I actually, you know what? I found That's speaking, a fine fine. Speaking of the fine, I found the fine jar. I didn't necessarily oh, realize. Wow. <laughs> didn't, have, have you backfilled it yet? I didn't realize it was it was missing. It was just kind of lost in plain sight in my dining room from a previous one. And no, we we need to make a decision on it. We need to hold ourselves accountable. There needs to be some accountability with the fine jar. We never properly do that. And then now that we're doing it over video, how would it even work? Venmo, I guess. That's what that's what we're gonna have to land on. <laughs> well, I liked uh, Thad's thought of backfill. What is that? Fifty percent Cody, and you know, the rest of it split between us three. Is uh, that right? That's fair. That's fair. I'm not sure if I even got a third of that other 50%, but that's fine. Yeah, I'm appealing any fines I've gotten. But I think uh, I think the Calder needs to write a letter about holding you accountable on your uh, your tip jar or your fine that's jar. Right. That's right. They should right. hit up Calder and Manuscripts, our, our show's sponsor. Uh, let's, David, we are our boy Jake Davis. Our boy is I'm claiming that because we did this last week. Uh, Jake Davis looked very good again, and uh, Robert must just be very upset about it as just a noted hater of Jake Davis and told us to not, not be excited about Where'd him. You get that I'll from? not hear that. I'll not even take this from you. Yes, yeah, dude, Jake Davis Jake played said, another great game, David. He's a stud. I, I hope the rest of the season is split between him and Caden Pierre once Caden Pierre has hamstrings again. Yeah, that we're installing new ones. Is that your official injury update that they've they're installing new ones? We saw him running. He was he was running after training the other day, so he's moving. He was. He's he's working his way back. It, man, it, it must take a long time for these hamstrings, though. Robert, are you willing to come around and admit that this Jake Davis kid is legit? Um. Okay, we're gonna go here. So, am I allowed to have an opinion, or am I labeled a hater? How's that work? You're labeled a hater, but then you can try to talk your way out of it. All right. Well, let me ask you guys. What What do you think is so great about Jake Davis? He's not Graham Zusi. <laughs> that's a okay. Piss poor take, David. Do better. He's <laughs> under. Okay. Okay. Fine. I'll go in more depth. <laughs> Graham Zusi was a is a has been a great servant to the club, but he is slow. He is often cut out of position up the field, and his service hasn't been that great the last couple of years. So Jake Davis. Faster, more defensively sound, has been combining well. And yeah, his final ball into the box isn't going to be as good as Zeus's. Yeah. But his deficient, his he his defense is better. It makes up for it. So I've long been a Jake Davis fan. I've appreciated where, what he did on the field and thought and hoped he'd get a bit more chances and, uh, progress into the player that I thought he could potentially be. I didn't that, think it would be a That has back. been calling Jake the the actual heir to Roger Espinoza for yeah. a long time whenever Felipe was getting Because he has a he has more bite. He's much more willing to just hammer people. Uh and I think he enjoys it quite honestly. That's so I greatly appreciate that in a player. And they do in training, which brings me to a question, Thad. I'm gonna interrupt your your take here for it. Do well, you happen to, a lot. do you happen to have a top five Training Warriors list for us. Uh huh. Now who? No, there's a fine. That's got to be a fine. <laughs> Somebody didn't do their homework. That was two episodes ago. Top five. You can work on it. You we'll filibuster. You can work on it while we're doing this. You don't pay attention to the pod anyway while we're recording. You can work on it while you want. <laughs> I do pay attention to what I'm talking though. <laughs> that's, that's why I keep you around. You got to give me at least that much. Um, <laughs> I will. I will work on that and. Okay. I 
That sounded like a question. No, no. Okay. I think it was just my own form of filibustering is that I, I am working on it as I speak. Because I have several names. I'm just trying to like place them in order, quite honestly. Okay. okay. And if it's what's the criteria here? Like, you know, it's your how top five battle? list. It's your what? top five list. You make it however you want, pal. Because it's not the ones who actually get in real fights. Although I think they you're, are going to go in there too. Don't so. be thinking out loud here. This, all right, all right, all right. Let's let's go with number five, Jack Jewsberry. Oh, he's got it. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I wasn't ready. Jack Jewsberry, number five. Well done. Um, number four. I'll give it to Jake Davis for the moment. Although I don't think he really rates it, but I'm going with that right now because of recency bias. Wow, up on the list. Yeah, yeah. You're a prisoner of the moment there a little bit, but okay. Number three. Number three, Training Warrior. I'm going with this, not because I've seen him really get into the shoving, pushing thing, but just how fiery he's gotten in training. Pulse Camp. Ooh. It's a very good one. Who who's, wants to fight a bear? Who's fighting big bear in training? That sounds like that's, a I, I did. That's I, I qualified that very well with saying this, not because of the actual altercation, okay. But because how fiery he gets, and basically it scares the little bears away. <laughs> Next week, Robert's going to come up with a list of the top five bears. <laughs> Am I? Scares and then you're the going to do the bears. top five furries. Um, mm, not that oh, punch. We're not doing that punch. Johnny Russell, because of how fired he gets, fired up he gets. And number one. Oh wait. Oh. <laughs> I did the wrong one. Number two is Johnny. Number two That's is Johnny Russell. <laughs> Who's producing this show? <laughs> Venmo the fine jar. Number hey, can two, we start Johnny a Venmo was... for the fine jar or just have people like send money into it? Yes. No no more oh, lollygagging. Yeah. The number one sporting KC training warrior. Sporting legend and assistant coach in Texas, Davey Arnaud. Davey Arnaud's a good one. He, I've seen him hammer high school kids, college kids in preseason matches because he doesn't take any half steps. He doesn't take any second off and he goes after anybody and everybody full speed all the time. And him and his best friend, Jack Jewsberry got into it a lot, which is why Jack Jewsberry is on the list. Not because Jack Jewsberry really deserved it, but he was the recipient of it. And thus quite often got into the, res the fight with Davey. Okay. Now let's sit Let's check your recall here. Now just continue your take from earlier. As I was a fan of Jake Davis, and I thought he would be a the progeny or the 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 descendant of Roger Espinoza in midfield, the heir apparent. I do appreciate what he's doing at right back. I think because he does have the the willing to hammer people and all that stuff. I do not feel that this was his best game at right back. Now I I watched it live. I haven't not watched a replay of it. But I saw several times where I felt he was caught out of position. He made some not great passes. He did some good play, but that didn't make him the better right back option at this moment. As much as I want him to succeed, and I think he's done well at right back, I don't think this was his best game. He did better against Seattle. Yeah, Thad, I have to agree with you. I have I rewatched the game after watching it, you know, from my phone. I have, what, uh, three, six, seven moments for Jake Davis, two of them positive, five of them negative. Um, 
overzealous in a few instances, yep, uh, poor positioning and That's other a instances, uh, missed a couple of passes. Um, one time he was defending a guy, the guy passed the ball off and he was very lazy in releasing and following the, the runner instead of, you know, he went to the ball instead, which resulted in a chance. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't his best game, but he definitely has potential. Uh, a lot of things to like about him for sure. And con but considering he's only played a couple of games at right back for the first team and a few at right back for the second team, um, I'm not going to hammer him too much for not being perfect at it, but I'm just going to say right. that was not his best game at that spot. So, Thad, who do you think is a better right back option? Pierre. And that, I'm not going to fight you. And that Jake should be playing in the midfield? If anyway. I think at the moment, Jake's that utility guy who's going to got to figure out where he can be better than somebody else to get on the field, you're saying he's, which is hard. I mean, it's it's not going to be easy. Sounds like you're saying he's the real heir apparent to Jake, the answer. <laughs> nope. You know, that's that's a guy we should ask who the top five training warriors are. Oh, that's a good one. Is he not? He's he's snarls as well. He's another one of those. Like if you get mad, get him mad, then obscenities start flying. Jake's too nice of a guy. Not when, it, <laughs> not, not when it's a referee, I don't think. So I just briefly, for those of you who listen to us on an audio medium, check out the YouTube videos uh, because Robert and I both have these like backdrops that are not with green screens, but they're just CGI backdrops. And it'll work. if you watch carefully, if you watch carefully, you can see Robert rearing back and throwing toys to his dog. <laughs> um, and I'd like for you to all just go pinpoint and drop in the chat the comments on the youtube video like the timestamps when you think robert is paying attention and the timestamps when you think he's playing with his dog this is I what i do deal both with. At the same time. come on <laughs> i start a podcast here like i'll say all right guys i'm going and everyone looking for energy support from my from my fellow showmates here and everyone's thad's in his phone everyone's not everyone's not even paying attention I, i'm old i'm not supposed That's to have so energy. not true so how, not true. How was I not paying attention? You were literally not even here. You were still <laughs> putting a cork phone. in. I was in the chat. <laughs> I was David in the chat. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, let's keep it moving here to, uh, I'm going to call it playoff math. Robert. Yeah. Are we eliminated yet? Oh, no, we're not eliminated yet. No. Uh -uh. Tell that, us that's our That's not going to happen for a while. Give us, some, but, give us uh, a feasible record that we, that we could hit that you believe will get us into the playoffs. 
Yeah, so just context, okay? And we've talked about this a little bit before, but I went low ball. To 2019, 42 points was ninth place. 2020, I extrapolated the numbers. It was 40 points. 45 in 2021, 2022, 43 points. I'm shooting for 40, the lowest one, okay? So if it's 40 points, and it seems that things are trending a little lower so far this season, okay? But um, so we would need 31 more points, right? In the remaining uh, 22 that there is to go. That's 1.41 points per match. So gets us there as an eight, seven, and seven record. And you know, if this team stays healthy, that is certainly doable. Certainly. Doable. Here's the problem though. We play LAFC Wednesday night in LAFC. And then we go to St. Louis in St. Louis, which they are going to be so fulminant at the mouth for us. That's two tough matches. If we would happen to drop those, not saying we will, but if we happen to, then we're looking at 1.55 per uh, game left. That would be obviously 20 games left, a 9-7-4 and four record. Distinctly different than what it looks like right now. So if we get, say, three points or four would be really nice. Heck, six, of course. We're still in pretty good shape. But if we lose both these games, it's a tall mountain to climb. So just in a recap, losing makes it harder to get in. If we lose <laughs> yeah, these two games, sure. it'll be more difficult. Okay. And also realize right now, five of the six teams above us have a game in hand on us. One right. of those teams has two games in hand on us. Right. And yeah, we're about to, to win those, though. We're about to pick up another game and uh, get another game on top of some of some other teams as well. So probably. OK, LAFC. Yes. Really tough match. But I'll not have you say that. It's tough in St. Louis just because they're going to be foaming at the mouth. Yeah, because our guys are going to be going in there like, ah, eh, no big deal. No, no I big did deal. not say that. Don't put words in my mouth, well, sir. I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. The he's he's LA- countering you. That's fair. I'm, I'm, I'm backing Cody on this one. LAFC is one, like, yeah, any point there, any result there is going to be is going to be a win. But, no, it yes, the St. Louis one will be a dogfight, but. No, they're yeah. trending down. We're trending up. I, 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 there's three points there to, to take. St. Louis Why? lost to Chicago twice in a week. <laughs> That's going to be demoralizing. <laughs> yeah, their other rival. Can we give them, can we just have them lose to three games to rivals in the span of one week? You know, after, nice, like a, after a record start, St. Louis is not, like they had a bad April. They, they lost to Minnesota. They got thumped by Seattle. They beat Cincinnati, which was great. They drew Colorado. They lost to Portland. They lost to Chicago twice in a week. Like, it has not been an incredible start to May, and, a, and it was a bad April for them. Week five, MLS champions is what they thought. I was, it was very good to, to see on, uh, on Reddit today. Meme Monday on the MLS subreddit was just heavily St. Louis, and that's good to see. It's not just us that see them as uh, the obnoxious fans next door. It seems like they've quickly made a name for themselves in MLS. Yeah, as as bad as sporting's been since April 1st, sporting's been the better team, which is hard to believe considering sporting's only been good for two games now. But <laughs> Better team for a week. All right, guys, that's too much about St. Louis. Let's move on. <laughs> but, but wait, no, wait, wait. Why do you think they're going to be foaming at the mouth? I mean, just... 
out of curiosity? Well, the whole soccer capital thing. Did you guys see that they have put up billboards along both major highways headed to their stadium? They've, you know, Do you the think whole that website this, thing they've got going on? Of is course, that you know, for the players? Things. Huh? Is that for the players or is that to get fans all riled up? Oh, well, that's it's to get fans riled up too. But, you know, the players, you know, are probably going to be less foaming at the mouth than the fans will be. So, but uh, it's just going to be a hostile environment. Yeah. Half of the St. Louis team will say Kansas City. I, they won't even know where that's exactly. at. Exactly. <laughs> None of them have even been in the region long enough to know. They don't know. <laughs> but we are playing them this week. It's like it, it's relevant to talk about them. We can we'll talk about the yeah. the games later, but uh we're now over a week from the Cauldron letter and there has been no response from the club to them uh other than <laughs> yeah, Dave, Dave gives a little eh, like a, there was something of a response. Yeah, it, if this was their response, they officially responded through Sam McDowell of the Kansas City Star. Now, Sam, you know, great Dang. article from Sam. He's he he's a good writer. He he did what was asked <laughs> or what like what was presented of for him uh quite well. But I it just rubs me the wrong way and not as, as someone jealous that we didn't get the exclusive. It just rub, rubs me <laughs> I am. It rubs me the wrong way that that's that's what they did. It's not the the team didn't respond in any way. This is like this is a, a a journalist talked to some people and got a story. The the team has not responded. The owners haven't responded. They didn't mention the Cauldron letter. I I I'm just I'm very confused by it. David, so what would you have them do? Like in your world, what does a proper response look like? Offering everyone a uh, free Coca-Cola. <laughs> we got that. Oh, they did that. Oh, well then, okay. Then I'm happy then. I'm more than happy. They gave everyone a Coke. It, Coke and a And smile, it wasn't just baby. a Coke. It was a Coke product. So if you don't want the sugar, you it's get right. the Diet Coke or the Coke Zero. <laughs> or the water. Wife or the water. Dasani. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. So I guess that means we can not expect to see a response from ownership to the cauldron um is well, any go ahead well oh, so Cody i mean like that the conversation with sam covered the on field thing right it that covered the vermis out right so then the the other part of the cauldron letter and it was not in great depth was that they were mad that ticket prices go up but perks have gone down that concession prices have gone up but the quality has gone down so what does that look like if you are the club, if you're Jake Reed or if you're the Illig family, how do you respond to that? Like, hey, we're sorry the food is crappy. Stop buying it. Next year we'll do better. You know, they can't just boot the vendors and get all new stuff this year. So, you know, what what are those conversations, what does a response look like, a proper response? And I'm not trying to apologize for the club because I happen to agree with the Cauldron letter that the food's bad, it's expensive, the ticket prices keep going up and the quality of what we get has gone down. I agree with them on all that, but I don't know what Jake Reed or the Illig family could have come out and said that like would have made any of it matter. Well, there like, was one, made it better. one thing in, in the letter that you didn't mention was I think you like even bathroom facilities were mentioned that that's something you can do something about, you know, making, making sure the stadium is 
the clean and the jewel that it once was is something you can do. You can respond about that. You can respond uh, about the food, you know, say you hear their concerns, you know, we hear your concerns about the stadium. I don't know. You can, you can respond like no one, it doesn't mean everyone's going to be happy about it, but it does seem, it seems weird that like that letter, or at least when the cauldron released it, that they were like, we've specifically asked for a response and that nothing and that it didn't come just seems weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they didn't specifically mention bathrooms. They just mentioned, um, that the overall stadium maintenance was bad. You know, I thought that they made an effort to, to improve that by booting out the fountain city ultra so that there weren't stickers everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, I just, I agree with everything the cauldron said. I do. I just don't know what a proper response from the club looks like. If they didn't mention restrooms, what did the facility maintenance mean other than that? I mean, chairs, uh... trash cans. I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you the, the benefit of having three small children is I use the family restrooms and those are perfectly fine. And I, I am at a loss because I'm never up in the concourse area to really see what things are going. Uh, my family is, and I haven't heard any complaints from them. My wife had food the other day and thought it was, she said it was good. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't, I can't make a judgment on all of that. Uh, my one question would be, I think in the last three years, we've seen a lot of businesses suffer with maintenance and customer service because it just like since the pandemic, a lot of things have struggled. I mean, Used to be quick trips were always perfectly clean, and now I go to quick trips and they aren't always perfectly clean. It's just hey, it's hey. been a struggle for a lot of businesses with uh, manpower and shortage of workers. And again, stop disparaging potential sponsors. I love That's quick right. trip. <laughs> quick I trip. Love- I do too. I went there today and picked up a nice tea, man. I they their teas are still the best. Quick trip is always nice and clean. Thank you, quick trip. But <laughs> Try it's the standard roll. that I hold them to is just that. Even they have had some struggles at places, man. So I just wonder if that has a play into it over the last three years. I, I So I'm not trying to defend sporting as much as just trying to be a little bit of see which way it, it – almost everything seems to have been a struggle the last three years. David, have the last two games changed your opinion on Fire Vermees? Has he nope. redeemed himself? No? Nope. No. No. So it's sample <laughs> size. Uh, the last two games the last two games have been great. I would nothing would make me happier than Vermees making me eat a giant plate of crow and telling and and just shoving the bad start down everybody's throat who was PV out and us just roaring into the playoffs. Nothing, nothing would make me happier. Cause I I never root against the club. There's, you know, people in our comments, and I don't necessarily think they're wrong. Some people want us to keep losing to force a change. I can't ever bring myself to root against the club. I root for us every single game. I love watching us win. It, few things in life make me happier. But it's two wins out of 12 games. Um, so the math still isn't mathing for me. And I still have my same opinions about him as the technical director, which is that I think he over-prioritizes signing aging players with injury histories. And so Polito at his best is awesome. 
And his contributions to that second goal showed it, that he is an elite player when he's healthy. But he's a 30-plus-year-old with, you know, a history of injuries. And, Cody, you've gone completely dark. I'm here. Uh, did the lights go out? Hold on. Am I here still? <laughs> <laughs> You're one step away from turning into a cat on the Zoom chat. <laughs> My computer but, went into sleep. I'm sorry. You know, but I still have real concerns about, you know, over-reliance on guys like Zussi. And, you know, he's rectified that for a few games with Jake Davis. But my fear is that at some point, Jake will make a mistake, will give up a goal, and we'll see Graham Zussi back in the starting lineup every game. Um, so, no, I'm still Vermes out, but I'm optimistic that he will make me eat those words. When you judge an organization, um, you have to judge by patterns. And it's just repeated patterns that we've seen over the last five, six years that have been the issue and they've been obviously reoccurring because they're patterns. Right. But I think this club philosophy, and I may be wrong, is often a win now philosophy. So I think that explains why they buy older veterans who can get the job done in the moment and not so much planning for the future. Cause they know they're in the market they're in, they need to win. They need to be competitive. So I think that's part of the philosophy. I think you're exactly right, Robert. The the trying to succeed now, win the next game, uh, hurts them in the long run for developing younger players, getting younger players in, and doing some of that. It, I understand it. I don't always agree with it. So I understand why Vermees does what he does. I wouldn't necessarily do it that way if I was him. But I do under, completely understand exactly why he plays the players he does, plays the style he does. And you will very, very rarely seem like not put out a competitive lineup or or put out a significantly less competitive lineup in order to sacrifice one game for the next. He's going to try to run out the same guys if he thinks that they can get the job done or they're the best option to get the job done for that game. And he's the same way with his signings and long-term plans At a lot of the time. I think he wants to do better at it. And I think he, at times he does better than some people give him credit for, but I think that is sometimes his weakness, and I completely agree with you. I'm I got to the point where I was Vermis out curious, but it just seems like it just seems insane that they that you would not that you would fire him now and not let him play with as these players are coming back. I that's that's just where I stand. Like I, I said it the whole time. If they continue to be bad the whole you know for however long. Then then he's got to go, but no, uh, uh, yeah, that I'm I'm still I'm still here for it. I'm I hope he does make David look bad. I hope we roar into the playoffs. Robert, your the record you gave me that seems doable. I think they could do better but than that. How are you going to feel if they lose these these two games Wednesday and Saturday? I I will, which is a very if my real team, possibility. If my team loses. To a rival, I'm I'm gonna be I'm not gonna feel very good. If they lose to LAFC, okay, a lot of teams do that. It's gonna suck if they lose to St. Louis though. St. Louis isn't a real rival until they've been they've really played, so <laughs> Had, nice. Oh my god, you've appeared you've appeared in <laughs> David's background. What the heck? <laughs> I I saw David hard at work over there and I knew he was doing something. <sighs> Uh, David, you should make it live. 
So let's talk. So it's live. So I'm talking in both. Let's talk. If if I knew how I would. You thought I I actually did this with a coworker too. He was in the same spot in the same time with all the same lighting. And I took a screenshot of him and then made it my background. I cut him out and made me in the middle of it. Anyway. (laughs) Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Let's talk about what they should do. At, like, we've touched on both games this weekend. What do they do with the roster? Do we go for broke against LAFC or are we saving people? Or. Do we have the do we have the depth in the roster to put out a formidable team for both of them, Thad? Well, I think, well, yeah, Thad, we saw a background or a little hint, right? Because Roger didn't even dress yeah. this past weekend, right? Who else? He, he played the full game in Houston for the Open Cup. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was kind of ni- uh, not for Roger, but it was kind of nice to not see him in the, the lineup, meaning they had enough players that he didn't have to sit on the bench, at least. This is very Does that distracting. Mean he plays Wednesday night. I'd say there's a good chance of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if he starts. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not really sure. I would. I mean, we've keep saying we want to see Roger come off the bench, and you know, to help close out games or do things late. So I, I do hope that's what happens. But I would not be surprised if he starts. I can't take any yep. of this conversation seriously because of David. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, very, it's very distracting. I'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix it. That's my fault. I'm sorry. David, what should what should they do with the Yes, I liked that. That's a good one. I like that one. What should okay. they do? Who are you playing this week? Are you saving anyone for St. Louis? I think St. Louis is a more winnable game. And I think even though it's three points either way, like a win is a win, right? Whether you beat LAFC on the road or if you were to beat out St. Louis on the road. But I think our fans would prefer to beat St. Louis think that would make people happier and it's a more winnable game so i would play our best 11 against st louis on the road and i'd rotate more against lfc try to play for a point they've got you know LA's a, a pretty legit team they've got a lot of good players they've got 21 points on the year although 10 of those were earned against non-playoff teams um so it's it's tough to say how how great they really are they beat um new england which was a really good win they drew Nashville, which was a solid result, but, you know, they didn't pummel Nashville. And then, you know, they've been beating up on a lot of pretty bad teams. But Dennis Buanga is really, really good. He's got, I think, nine goals on the year. So Fonte and Rosero or whatever combination we put in the back line is going to have their work cut out for them. We need a name for this derby. Many names have been thrown out. Oh, they... They gave it a name, apparently. 
Sporting gave it a Heartland name. Derby. Did you not see that? Sporting called it the Heartland Derby, and I hate it. That's Darby. Yeah. Darby. And the yeah. Cityans gave it a name too. Yeah. They well, they registered two different. They registered the Darbecue trademark, and then another one that I can't remember. Soccer capital of America, Darby. <laughs> that they actually registered that long ass name. No, I'm saying we should. Oh. No, what about, what about the, that? That you don't remember the other one that they that they trademarked? It made a little more sense. Barbecue is fun, but no, not for me. Well, because they, well, they would barbecue. actually have to be good at barbecue to make it worthwhile. Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, what are they good at? What is St. Louis nothing. known for? Bad Italian food. What else? Toasted. They ravioli. have good Italian food, but man. do you see Emos? They, they have a chance. Emos and raviolis, man. They have a Emos chance about ravioli. Hot garbage. Emos is hot garbage. Again, I'm yes, not going is. to you for like food recommendations here, David. You should. That is one. I, I, they're never a potential sponsor, so we can disparage Emos all we want. <laughs> hey, that would be awesome if Emos actually sponsored us, though. They have. Wouldn't, they, wouldn't they, take it. Wouldn't they, accept the money. They do a that's chant. Okay, you don't have to. They do a chant about toasted ravioli in, in lieu of our barbecue chant. How does that work? I don't remember what it is, but I heard them doing it. I think Thad and I are both going to be on the ground in St. Louis. Is that right, Thad? I'm still a little undecided, but I am definitely leaning that way. Yeah. Does does on the ground mean on the field, or you're saying like we're like you're? I I will be in the stands myself. Okay. 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 Good. If I'm there, I'll be on the field. Otherwise, I'm not going to be in the stands with those people. (laughs) Yeah. Robert Sporting, but you know. Are, are you going to wear Sporting KC stuff? Do you dare risk your life? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Well. There's going to be like 500 Sporting KC fans there. And there's like 10,000 guns in St. Louis. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the, the three square blocks around the stadium. That's all I'm saying. I'm worried about Robert's safety. <laughs> I, I don't think they're allowed into the stadium, though. I do think they at least have that scanner. But that mile walk to the parking, that might be another difference. I think uh, well, they're talking about this game going on at the same time. So parking is going to be interesting downtown. There's a game going on at the same time. Well, the Cardinals game starts like two hours or an hour and a half earlier. But still, it's going to be, you know, yeah, going to be crowded. Man, now I'm, now I'm a little less likely to go. <laughs> I think St. Louis's striker is supposed to be back. Klaus has been out for a few weeks with an injury, and yeah. allegedly yeah. he's coming back. Uh, it would be nice if our center backs didn't just pass the ball to him for open shots on goal. Hey, look what happens when they stop getting handed goals. They don't win games. Well, see, that's what I'm concerned about is, guys, we have to admit, our back four is still our biggest weakness. They are not strong under pressure. They still have issues building out of the back. Um, so if St. Louis high presses us to death, we could throw up some mistakes for sure. Emilia, I don't know if he's going to be playing, obviously, because he's hurt, but his distribution has been bad too. So whoever's in his spot hopefully does a better job. Every, I feel like Robert can sense every time I'm trying to wrap up a show and then he go and then he gives us a, a sad. <laughs> well, hey, it came point. up as a topic, so I had to go with it. Thad, can you end us on a high note? Bring us some positivity here. The team has won two games in a row. We're not ending it on being sad or scared of St. Louis. The uh, the players that I've 
voiced concern about for the last year about coming back are back. I'm not still I'm still not going to claim that they are at their peak, but they both contributed assists or goals in this last game, which is exactly what Sporting needed. And they have a six who looks like a six, not a makeshift player, and not a makeshift somebody just doing it because they have to. And I I know we may not always believe everything Vermee says, but he graded Nemanja Radoya as having played excellently against Minnesota. And 150 minutes without getting hurt, counting the Open Cup game. Man, that is a that is a, a good record. Now His we can biggest get, contribution yet. <laughs> we can get the German nothing. left back in there also. David, what do you got for me? A couple things. One, get your plugs in. Cody, where do we find you on Twitter for negative comments? I'm at that Cody, though. Robert? <laughs> Robert didn't hear At me. SPKC Life. Thad? Huh? <laughs> That's at the back post. You can find us all at the KC Soccer Journal. Uh, you can find us on the YouTubes. We would love to see comments. Uh, I, I did this at the beginning, but I appreciate I'm it. Just re- I'm just reminding yes, our you. lovely listeners. Thank you. We'd love a fun comment section. Uh, feel free to roast Cody whenever and wherever. Um, but we appreciate you guys all listening. Yeah, you got to remember, Cody, David wasn't here for the beginning. I was. I was on mute. I was David in the chat. I was the silent producer. <laughs> he was putting a cork in it. He was David on the toilet. Anything to shake this foot I'm in My foot buttings got me drinking My foot buttings got me drinking My foot buttings got me drinking